It's Guy Brooks, ID Discovery and the crew. You know who. Jenny, Cass, Mia are with us. Glad to be with you today. As you have read in the title comments, what if America's wealth was spread around the world as we are doing now? Well, I can answer that question pretty easily. It's going to dissipate quite quickly. And man is intelligent, generally speaking. Though I'm not too sure about this administration, you would think at some point they would make a correct decision. We all have physical needs, right? As well as intellectual needs. There are a lot of misleading answers out there today, and I don't have to go over them all. I trust you and believe that you can identify those misleading answers or even the misleading questions, kind of like a shell game. Let's try and find the nut. Some answers are simple. Here's another simple answer I can clearly make as well. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? Most scientists say the egg. Well, basically, they say many moons ago there was a chicken-like bird. It was gen genetically close to a chicken, but it wasn't a full-blown chicken yet. Then it laid an egg and evolved into a chicken, or it was laid by some other bird. Well. They're just contradicting themselves because there has to be a parent first. There cannot be an egg without some sort of parent for even evolution to work. So where did the chicken parent come from? I know, a T-Rex chicken. Really? You ever see a T-Rex chicken? Some of those we call roosters act like a T-Rex. Well, we'll talk about these things and more. Stick around. Hope to see you in a few. conversation about global warming, vaccines, dinosaurs, or and someone says, there's no point in discussing this more. The science is settled. What would you say? Some now argue that the science is settled and use that as a way to discourage questions and end debate. Talk of a dinosaur skeleton has never been discovered by a random person, like a like a farmer or a hiker or anything. It's always these these paleontologists or archaeologists who who all stand to to profit off of their discoveries. <laughs> of course I do. Dinosaurs were on the ark. Yes, yes, that's what I would teach. I'm going to do the best I can to help uh, you know forward those ideas. What about dinosaurs? Were dinosaurs on the ark? Sure they were. We don't know. And so if dinosaurs lived millions of years ago, which is, isn't even possible, think about it. Do you know how deep the bones would have to be? Like, why would anybody want to dig that long? I, I, I just, uh, it just does not make sense to me. Now, people who have lived or even been overseas for a time quickly learn to appreciate the abundant living of the United States better than anyone who doesn't, as well as how little time it takes to earn the necessities of life and why one is able to spend so much of his income on the items of commerce, material objects, 
what others would call luxuries. We can go on and describe and go over many issues today and complain about how things are or what they're going to be. But having said that, we need to understand and rise above the pile, the complaining, and understand what the other side of the spectrum is before we see what these changes will do. To see the positive aspects, which everyone in their minds really knows already. Then we are more apt to recognize the negative and destructive aspects and reject them because we see exactly what they are, who they are, and what they will do and what they're doing. In one of the topic questions is, freedom to what? Freedom to what? Well, here we have the opportunity to use that freedom to try, to buy, and to sell, and freedom to fail. In this society in which we live in, we have the capacity to satisfy the needs and desires that we seek. Our society has the capacity to function efficiently with very little guidance or supervision. Certainly, there are elements of, of the society that live under the spirit of the jungle, an uncultivated state where they have used it for selfish and individual gain, whether that be in sports, business, and we clearly see in government under the ingredients of goodwill towards men. Take note that capitalism has proved to be man's most efficient device for developing material wealth for general and social advancement for the community and for community survival. We have to understand what has been proven beneficial. We should ask ourselves what is the nature of man and his desires and needs. Man turns out to be a physical as well as spiritual being. To ignore either facet of his nature would be as fatal for us as it was for Marx or Marxism. On the physical side, we observe that we are an elaborate, complex organism with the capacity to register and react to sensations ranging from pain to pleasure. I think it's quite obvious, but we need to review of these things to bring them to your attention. Some of these would be like hunger, thirst, avoiding idleness, relaxation, recreation, marital associations, and there are many more that can be mentioned. But let's take for a moment to consider the other half of man's nature, the spiritual side, as intellect and self-knowing, self-determining, an individual having the capacity of strong feelings Sometimes these are closely related to physical needs, but sometimes they are purely intellectual. But regardless of their origin, they are very real and result of a wide pattern of intellectual and very spiritual needs. You are certainly correct, Sky, in your assessment of man's nature. As an example, may I just say, an individual has to be counted for something as a person, to be identified with some type of a system, and enjoying owning things, like the right of personal property. Sky, correct me if I'm wrong, I do believe that personal property is a constitutional right, and cannot be taken away by the CDC or by any governmental orders. There was much blood was spilled to have that right. Regardless of what any race theory distorts, we all want to be appreciated for some unique and important contribution, to have some degree of economic security, to feel family solidarity, and enjoy the right of privacy, to be protected in their convictions of religions and conscience, 
and to feel significant in determining matters of political importance. I hope some of these trigger some thought, or the sound familiar thoughts that go through your mind. The nature of man it soon becomes apparent that his so-called mainspring of action is driving necessity to satisfy both physical and spiritual needs. There are other economic systems that have been invented to smother or ignore one or the other or even both. Can you name any? The socialist, democratic socialist, communist or Marxist whatever you want to call them have suppressed the natural desires of their own people. And believing that motivating anyone to action is through fear. Do you see the application of fear being applied to motivate the ignorant and suppress those that are called the silent majority even more? Lock them down and reduce our children, faceless, to become part of the collective and not an individual. I believe you know what I am saying here. But as we have seen throughout history and today, this has not worked, primarily because it's a type of depressant, instead of a stimulant to work fear can never completely be successful without the opportunity providing to satisfy natural human needs. Mia, can you also see, where else in the world has these needs entirely been fulfilled, and has increased productivity, innovation? It's capitalism. Capitalism has done more for the world than in any other society or form of government. It lifts people up, not to depress them, and uses fear to control them. The genius of capitalism is that it not only merely satisfies desires and needs of mankind generally, but responses of variation as between individuals. It allows us to do anything we wish as long as one can survive it. What is so remarkable about it, is that it allows an individual, to do just about whatever he, or she wants to do. They are not conscripted, nor told they cannot strike, nor are they ordered to remain in certain occupations, as tends to be the case in socialized and communized countries. Or ordered in such a way that they have no control over their own bodies. I will say this now, I will only take the jab of needle only, if I so choose. My body is not, the property of the state, as it is in China. That's right, so just get over it. Thanks Cass, I quite agree. Isn't ID discovery enlightening? I should say yes. Some people like to sing the blues, some like to sing to a happy tune if you like it. That's what you should do. Completely in agreement. Under capitalism everyone can gain, it reveals that value is psychological, rather than real, whether a thing is worth a certain amount. It depends entirely on the mental value attached to it. It has proven to be quite the dynamic economy, in which everyone participating can increase the value of what he has, or in other words make a profit. Capitalism thrives best in a free economy but this freedom is a clearly a misunderstood subject. For example there is no such thing as total unrestricted freedom, 
you can't steal, or loot, it threatens the whole. Freedom means simply a chance to choose, therefore freedom can only relate itself to specific choices such as the freedom to speak, or not to speak, freedom to believe, or not believe. Freedom can move in only one direction at a time. Once the choice is made that person, it is not free to avoid the consequences of that choice. This is why we say there is no such thing as unrestricted freedom. Freedom is always restricted to some specific choice and freedom is always restricted to choosing one direction at a time. Having said that, a free economy requires a conscious education of its people, so that they will exercise their freedom of choice in such a way that it will sustain sound moral principles. Not this critical race theory crap. Therefore, build a strong social structure to preserve it. The folks must be well informed. They must know enough about each problem so they can anticipate what result will be when they have made their choice. Free people require an aggressive leadership in social and political consciousness of its sisters Emery, but as you can see it's not easy to maintain, but you know it's the price of freedom. Sometimes the streak of natural laziness in people makes them, what a dictator or king would do, make all decisions and force the people to do what is good for them. But this is the road to the ruin for free economy. The people must retain the sovereign right to choose, for that is what all freedom is. One of the most essential ingredients in our society is the freedom to try. This really is the freedom to achieve, and is based on the principle that the genius of one or few men cannot begin to compare to the aggregate to the genius of all the people. Did you know that there were 250 men and women attributed to the founding of America, not just a few? Most have mistaken the mission of Marxists and progressives, and many in this country, as purely economic in nature, but like all other materialists, their mission is to gain power through ideological warfare. They denounce any competitive ideology, even religion, and science. Their ideology is, to banish from laboratories, as well from the schools, any form, or talk of religion. In this type of declaration of war against, morals and ethics, and any spiritual values among people, it is the Marxists resolve to completely eliminate any form of worship, and proclaim that man becomes aware that only God of man, is man himself. To destroy the family unit, the nuclear family, as we call it. I just as well say, I know there are only two sexes, not three or ten. This is what we say, a delusion. History has many examples of failed societal family norms. However those want to change this family basic norm, believing so won't make a lie into the truth even, no matter how it's legislated. Why is it that so many, have strived to create a positive emotional organizational, and intellectual needs? Then those, that tried to divide, and destroy. Stand up, stand up for something good. 
The greatest mistake that is being made is that we are fighting the wrong fight. We are fighting for freedom, but allowing our children to grow up believing in things, which turned out to be basic communistic, Marxist concepts. Materialism is not Americanism but communism. When we train our young people to believe that the universe is a product of accumulated accidents, that human beings are only graduated beasts, that there is no such thing as innate, right, or wrong, and that any spiritual convictions are old-fashioned and unnecessary then we have cause, that we are losing in the field of the ideological warfare, we are without, even knowing it, being trained to think in these ways. My question to you is, so how many Americans or individuals could even recognize a Marxist or a communist without a label? Sky, as you know, and we here at ID Discovery, understands that materialists have turned their back on over thousands of years of human history and achievements. Their program is to abolish all eternal truths, as well as to abolish all religion and all morality. As you can note, it acts in contradiction to all the past historical experiences, therefore they tend to worship themselves. This bad idea of sharing the wealth is also their concept and appeals to some of the ignorant. Let's just take a look at any tyrannical government. The first thing they do is to form a type of economics where a privileged few dispense the necessities of life and made those rely upon them for their protection and leadership. I will mention basically their four fundamental concepts which turn out to be the basis for their philosophy. These are at the heart and soul. Not only do they provide for the complete explanation for the whole universe, they provide the reasoning, giving the excuse for revolutionary violence and immoral conduct. They strive to convert a few intellectual people, thinking that this philosophy is the last great hope of the modern world, a premise that there is no such thing as right or wrong, as their leaders point out, that to lie is that wrong, or to steal is that wrong, or to even kill, that is not wrong, as long as the ends justifies the means. It is highly important in this discipline to have every person obey blindly. To obey blindly is considered good, and therefore morally right, but one thing they cannot stand is a system of morals that controls the conduct in terms of right and wrong and makes each individual a moral free agent. Well, the time is gone, and thanks to Jenny, Cass, and Mia for their time and their thoughts. We covered quite a bit of information and food for thought, as it were. Hope you enjoyed it. So many topics. Hope to see you next time, and thanks for lending your ear. See ya. Yay! Who are you? You don't put any stock in this mumbo-jumbo, do you? Actually, I do.